Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Sunday evening, and we didn't have a game this weekend. Um, myself, TJ Pittenger, along with Freddie Stevenson and Richie Barnes. How you guys doing? Good. It's been kind of a weird weekend. We didn't get any FSU football yesterday, and then we had this major news come out. So it's going to be something interesting to talk about today. Hey, man, I'm, I'm happy. Florida State did not lose this weekend. Tampa Bay hasn't played, so they haven't had a chance to lose either. I'm, I'm having a great weekend, guys. Um, I just spent seven hours in a car coming back from Savannah, Georgia. Um, so I'm a little tired right now, but I'm excited for our episode. I'm excited to get into this with you guys. Um, yeah, Florida State didn't play. Obviously, everybody watching this knows the game was yeah. postponed, potentially canceled. I mean, we'll kind of see what happens down the road. But um, game didn't happen this weekend. We'll see if it does in the future. We have a guest tonight. We'll get to him in just a moment. Uh, national guest writes for USA Today, and we'll bring him on here in just a sec. Um, before we get started, I want to remind you, Double Fries No Slaw brought to you by Guthrie's, specifically there in Tallahassee. If you are in Tallahassee uh, now or going up for the game this weekend like we are, uh, hit 2550 North Monroe and 1818 West yes. Tennessee Street. Get a box, double fries, no slaw, and tell them we sent you. Also, the Big Three Roll-Up Powers, double fries, uh, Powers, double fries, no slaw, and we will talk to you about a charity event drive that they are doing um, a little bit later in the episode. Um, I'm going to go ahead and add our guest here and appreciate his time and him coming on. Um, but we've got Dan Wilkin of the USA Today joining us live. Dan, how's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing well, doing well. Appreciate your time. Uh, I know that you, uh, Freddie reached out to you and you kind of came on quick notice. And so we, we certainly appreciate that. Um, I, I like to start out with this. We'll get into some more serious stuff here in just a minute, but double fries, no slaw. Have you ever been to Tallahassee? Are you familiar with Guthrie's? Um, have you ever had Guthrie's? <laughs> I've been to Tallahassee many times. I don't know what Guthrie's is. You know, typically when I, go on road trips for work you know you're kind of in and out or you're just grabbing whatever you can grab uh you know it's like typically in a lot of these cities it's not always uh fun and game so what what is Guthrie's tell me about it Guthrie's is like the the OG chicken tender place right so um, like Zaxby's was born out of Guthrie's Raising Cane's was born out of Guthrie's like people left Guthrie's and then kind of started their own thing. So, um, so started, I believe in Auburn, Alabama, and then, you know, kind of all throughout the South, right. They're in Alabama, Georgia, Florida, uh, some in the Midwest, I think they're in Kentucky and Ohio, but, uh, when we were naming the podcast, we couldn't think of a, a specific, um, like FSU thing, like everything's unconquered or tribe or whatever so we we're just like we're just go something totally off the wall and went with guthrie's and then we ended up partnering up with them so the next time you're there it's a fast food like it's just like zaxby's or whatever just better so go check it out and get some the next time you're in tallahassee um other than that i guess a little more importantly we had a we've had an interesting news cycle this entire year but certainly this weekend um with florida state game canceled or postponed, I, I don't know if it'll end up getting played or not. It may kind of depend on if Clemson needs it to um, get to the championship game. I guess, you know, if Miami goes 9-1 and one and Clemson's 8-1 and one in the conference, I, I think that could present kind of a problem for them. But um, Dabo came out with some pretty strong statements 
today um, and, and seems to be pretty upset. I don't know if you've had a chance to catch up on everything that he said, but uh, he's definitely upset and, and really thinks that FSU should forfeit this game and, <laughs> you know, is using it as an excuse to get out of the game. Um, you know, what are your immediate thoughts on, <laughs> on Dabo's reaction today to, to everything that's gone on this weekend with, well, it, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Look, I, I think Dabo is a guy who has a very specific worldview. I think he's generally well-intentioned, but a lot of just the way he processes information outside of football is so simplistic, it's beyond parody. And we've seen it over and over again with Dabo on issues outside of football, and we've seen it on COVID uh, a number of times since this whole thing started and things he said. And um, look, I, I understand why Florida state's frustrated. Uh, I'm sorry, why Clemson's frustrated, why you know, they got on the plane and they felt like they followed the ACC's protocols and they could have played and all that stuff. I get it. I get why they're upset that the game wasn't played, but I also understand why Florida state decided not to play the game. Clemson had a player in their traveling party who tested positive for COVID-19. And that is a major issue. It's a major problem, especially for a program like Florida state. That's, that's tried to be very stringent and serious about their protocols that has got a thin roster that uh, if more guys get ruled out next week for contact tracing could impact future games. I, I think both sides here are very justified in, in where they stand on this. The problem is the ACC had some ambiguity in, in their protocols. Uh, they had some windows with, if you get on a plane without all your uh, test results back, this can happen. This is a possibility that it can happen. So I, I think Dabo's being, a baby. I think he's being totally tone deaf to what's going on in the world. This is sports, man. And, and you're trying to play football during a pandemic. Like you couldn't play the game. It's not the end of the world. Get, get, get over it. Yeah. It seems like there are definitely a lot more important things going on. The cop out too that, that Florida state um, used COVID as a way to get out of it. I, I don't know how familiar you are with, with, Florida State situation, but but we're pretty poor right now. We're pretty cash poor. <laughs> and so, you know, if we just use COVID as an excuse to get out of, you know, getting our tail kicked every week, we, we wouldn't have played any games this year. You know, like that, us getting beat, like, is just, we know what's going to, like right now, Virginia is a double-digit favorite coming into Tallahassee this weekend, right? And I, I'm sure they won't beat us the way that Clemson would have. But if that was the case, I mean, we need the revenue, you know? So, I, I don't know. It, it, Florida State's obviously left open the window that, um, the game could be played on the 12th and it'll be interesting to see if it happens. I, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure how the ACC, like what does the ACC do if Notre Dame plays all their games and finishes nine and one and Miami plays all their games and finishes nine and one. And then Clemson finishes eight and one and, and doesn't won't make yeah. that game up with an open week. I, I well, I, you that's, know, that's not something I had, I had thought about. It's a great point. Uh, I hadn't gotten that far yet on this whole situation. Uh, look, I don't think anyone at Florida State woke up on Saturday morning saying, man, if only we could 
somehow wiggle out of this game because somebody tests positive. Like, I don't think that ever entered anyone's mind at Florida State, but the circumstances turned out to be what, what they turned out to be. And there's no blueprint for any of this. We're playing football in a pandemic and different schools, different conferences can look at information and see things differently. That's part of what's going on right now. And the risk assessment of Florida state tilted toward not playing. And I think that's totally acceptable, totally understandable. Um, Listen, if if Clemson needs the game uh, to get into the ACC championship, then I would imagine the game will be played somehow. Um, Now, as far as, you know, Clemson saying, well, they need to come to Clemson or they need to pay for it. To me, that's silly. I think they can work all that out. I think the conference needs to take a role in working that out. Uh, But yeah, I think if Clemson needs the game, they'd play the game. Um. Yeah, no, I, I was going to follow up on that. Freddie, go ahead. Our biggest thing with this this whole deal is taking taking these guys' health seriously. Like, I understand. My my biggest question is, of course, you have the health and everything, and we know that Clemson hasn't handled this the correct way the whole entire season. But it seems for some reason, and I'm battling with this, because at Florida State, we got we got two rivals. We got Miami and we got Florida. Why does Clemson want to be our rival so bad? Like, what's the, what's going on with these guys? Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, we handle everything. Like, when you have this COVID deal going on with how thin our team is right now, you show recruits that you're not taking it seriously, and then you show your players on the roster that you're not taking it seriously. And we already had a few guys with some issues along the season. So, what's the deal with? These guys over at Clemson, like we try, we tried our best. I don't know what the thought process is for that vote. Well, look, I think that Clemson, as they were on the rise, trying to become a national power, Florida State was the program that they kind of had to get past, and and they couldn't do it for for a while. Florida State was rolling, winning a national championship, getting to the college football playoff, uh, and, and Clemson just couldn't quite get over the hump. And obviously now the roles have been reversed. The situation of Florida State has not been very good of late. Clemson is kind of at the peak of their powers. Uh, we understand that. But I, I think that um, everyone is just different in how they've approached this thing. And I, I commend Florida State for the way that they've tried to follow strict protocols and uh, limit, do whatever they can to limit the number of, of players who are getting COVID. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to sit here and say that anyone, especially Clemson is like intentionally had players get it. I don't think that's true either, but it's, it's, it's certainly notable that, that Florida state's gone several weeks without having anyone test positive. And they want to be able to complete the rest of their season, whatever that may look like and if they're playing uh, the concern here was very simple and very clear if Clemson had more people test positive which I think you'd certainly have to say is a possibility based on what happened the last few days then Florida State not only would players on their roster be exposed but they may have had guys who were contact traced and have to go into quarantine which would have potentially impacted their roster under the 53 player threshold 
and and cause them to have to not play the following week or the week after that. So that those are all the things they're weighing. It's not easy. These are complicated questions. And that's why I just am frustrated with Dabo because he seems to boil this down to st- stuff that's like super simple and none of this is simple. Yeah, I, I think nobody is saying that Clemson intentionally – like the reports are coming out now that the player wasn't symptomatic when he traveled, you know, like nobody is saying that they intentionally tried to make this a thing, right? Like it's just more of the risk. Like I don't understand. And, and I, and I followed you. I've seen your tweets. I, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I don't agree with every single thing that you've ever posted, but that's okay. Like I, that's all right. I, that's a, but like, just, you know, I lean a little farther away from you do where you do on on some of the virus um thoughts and i'm okay with that like you can have your opinion i can have mine but the fact that we don't even kind of really believe the same thing on a lot of this stuff but we can still see the devil is so tone deaf when it comes to really any you know social issue ever but the the fact that he is making it so much um about like them trying to get out of it nobody's saying i don't understand how you could have a player travel on a plane and not expect other people to have caught it. You know, like yeah. there are, Clemson is going to have more positive tests when they get back to Clemson. Like that's just going to happen. I mean, probably already have if they've retested again. And so how would you be able to retest everybody in time for the game and then get those players out, which obviously they couldn't, the game was at noon, and then get those players out and get those results and not transfer it to an FSU team, you know? And like you just said, like Florida State's trying to finish their schedule out, right? And I think it was just too big of a too big of a risk there. I did want to follow up in, in saying that or saying this. Are you aware of specific protocols that a team would leave before tests are – before results have come in? Like is that is that pretty standard? Is that just kind of a – is that yeah, – is that- or what, what's the deal there? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think everyone's testing on Friday. Um, but I think that they are trying to do their best to get the results in before they get on the plane. I'm not sure that uh, that's been realistic for everybody 100% of the time because they, they do take uh, a little bit of time for them to come back. Maybe people should have been testing Thursday if they're traveling Friday. You know, I, I don't know. Um there's holes in the system. There's no doubt about it. There's windows of opportunity for people to test positive. And, you know, I'm not sure that uh, uh, there's a way to prevent that if, if, if you're going to go down this road, but uh, we certainly have not had a situation to this point where we know somebody's traveled with COVID and the rest of the team is there and trying to, play a game like I don't think we've seen that yet so that's just kind of the way this year is a lot of firsts and the situations come up and then you deal with them as they happen and try to figure out the best way to handle it and it's not not easy for anyone and you're you're obviously a national guy so you follow you know all the teams in the country but what would the narrative be if Florida State knew Clemson had a player test positive Travel with the team and Florida State played the game, and then the, we had an outbreak on the team on Wednesday or Thursday. I mean, it, it just it makes no sense to me the, how Dabo was upset to this. But, but could you imagine if that actually played out? 
Yeah, well, look, if you're really upset about this, then you care about football too much, right? And I know that this is people's jobs and it's their livelihoods and all that, but most people in the college sports business right now, they understand what they're dealing with and they're just trying to get through it. You know, they're just trying, like, this is not the normal year. It's not the normal stakes. They're, they're doing the best they can and reset in 2021. Uh, and, And that's why you haven't seen a lot of this sort of back and forth among coaches and programs up to this point. But I guess it was too much to ask for this to continue the whole year. And, and it was probably inevitable that you were going to have somebody step in it by trying to make uh, accusations like this. Yeah, man, it, it, it was funny. You know, I obviously all of us on the podcast are big Florida State fans. Um, you know, I woke up yesterday morning around, you know, 6, 7 a.m. And I was ready to see the bloodbath. And then when I saw the game got canceled, I immediately, you know, that you start wondering what happened, like what exactly was the protocols. And then you hear Clemson traveled with a player that was positive. And I know they didn't get that result until they were in Tallahassee. It just seems so ridiculous to me that they would, and even Trevor Lawrence, who I'm, I'm a huge fan of, to say we were ready to play. Like, no, man, that you can't play this game if you had a guy on a plane who was positive probably in on that bus probably in that hotel it, it's just ah man it, it's frustrating because obviously the narrative florida state didn't want to lose no florida state ah. needs this money like tj was saying we need the ticket sales we need the restaurants around the stadium need that um man it, what were your thoughts on, on just seeing that the way it play out the way it did well <laughs> um I wrote it in in the column. I think yeah. the ACC yeah. is the one to blame here. The ACC agree didn't have that particular protocol buttoned up, and they didn't exactly stick up for Florida State here. And the way their statement read was very vague and ambiguous, and it allowed the narrative to form that Florida State was ducking the game. And it's one thing for you know Clemson to say that, even though it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's another thing for the league to not kind of step in and squash that. And I think that that's a big misfire by the ACC. Yeah, it definitely leaves Florida state hundred percent out to dry. Right. And makes it, you know, like a, he said, she said, which is just stupid. Like if the ACC would have just stepped in and said like, yeah, this probably isn't the smartest thing. Then nobody, you know, I mean, is Dabo going to go at the whole conference? Yeah. I mean, maybe he's kind of an idiot. So, um, <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll get you out of here with some of this. We'll, I want to ask you a little little national landscape, just because I know you you cover nationally, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go. We appreciate again your time so much. Um, who are your you know who are your playoff teams? Not necessarily today, but assuming the 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 season you know finishes somewhat, like Ohio State gets their games in, Alabama, Florida get their games in. Um, who, who do you have as your four playoff teams? And what TJ is trying to ask is please tell us that Florida is not going to compete for the national title this year. Cause that would just destroy all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Alabama is the best team and I think they're actually pretty clearly the number one team right now. 
I think they're going to win the national championship this year. I think they're, they'll beat Florida in the SEC championship game. Let's so go. I, I, yes. I'm, I'm definitely uh, very high on what I've seen from Alabama so far. I think Ohio state's the second best team that I've seen. Uh, we'll see what comes the rest of their season. They, you know, look, they, they didn't play great on defense uh, Saturday against uh, Indiana. They, they've got some holes there, but they've just got so much talent and, and offensively they're pretty awesome. So I, I think Ohio State, uh, look, I think Clemson probably still right there, number three. They, they, they will probably win the rest of their games. Uh, get get their revenge on Notre Dame and get into the playoff. Although I, I certainly do give Notre Dame a chance to to beat them again if, if it comes to that. And then for that fourth spot, I, I think Notre Dame could maybe withstand a loss to Clemson if it's competitive and and still get in. Uh, I think Cincinnati is going to merit a, a strong look based on what they've done. They're very very good. Um, you know, and other than that, it's I, I don't I don't really foresee the Pac-12 being in the mix. The Big 12 is basically out of it. It's it's a pretty small pool at this point, to be honest with you. I mean, maybe A and M backdoors their way in, but I think that's un, unlikely. They just don't have a lot of good wins. So, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty uh, pretty small pool of teams that could make it. Dan, what well, what's your thoughts on BYU? Because my, uh, my old high school football coach, actually, he's the director of player uh, development at Virginia now, but he played at BYU and ran there, ran track there, and they're having an amazing season, but I don't think they're going to get a chance, but I just want to get your thoughts on them real quick. Yeah, look, I, I think BYU is a really good team, but they, they're not going to make the playoff. Yeah, uh, They just don't have the, they don't have the heft on their schedule to make the playoff this year, and I don't know that they ever would be able to make the playoff. Yeah. Um, Unless it goes to teams. Yeah. They uh, it's an odd circumstance. They typically play a pretty tough schedule and that schedule leaves them with several losses yeah. uh, this year. You know, they kind of had to cobble it together at the last minute and it, it's not a real strong schedule. They, they have the win over Boise. That's nice. It's not enough to get them in. Uh, yeah. I think the goal for BYU should be whether they can get uh, a spot in a New Year's Six bowl game where they'd have to basically be in the top 10 to, to do that. And that's a, that's a possibility. I don't think it's out of the question, but uh, uh, they may need to schedule another game or, or so and, and, and win that against a Pac-12 team or something like that, but they're not going to make the playoff. Yeah. I think you'd be pretty shocked there. I agree with your um, take on Alabama and think that they are clearly the best team um, in the country. Clemson at full strength is is pretty impressive. I know they lost that Notre Dame game, but you know losing a, a top defensive lineman and linebacker and the best player, you know, the number one overall draft pick next year, you know, obviously has something to to do with losing on the road at Notre Dame. Um, so I think I think that yeah, I think you're right. I think you, I think it'll be Clemson Alabama again. I think we we see that way too often, but. Um, Feels like I, I like Clemson over Ohio State in that side. Uh, I want to ask you this. You get a lot of grief from FSU fans about this. Um, you tweeted, uh, it gets revisited every year from Old Takes Exposed. Um, you tweeted um, when Florida State was down in the national championship that strength of schedule matters because Auburn was up 21 to three. What fans don't remember is that you wrote a pretty complimentary article um, the next morning in the USA Today or that night. 
um, on how winning that way was so much better than getting blown out. But uh, what's it like when fans continue to bring up like, and you're not the only one, certainly there was a lot of people that that night were like, see, we told you the SEC was different, but what is it? Uh, do you chuckle when fans bring up like old hot takes or does it, does it bother you? Or like, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Like, cause uh, I mean, like I, I have hot takes too, but I just don't have a million people that follow me. So it's a little well, different. I mean, if you're going to be in the sports opinion business, you're going to have sports opinions that are wrong. And that's just the way it is. Um, I, by the way, I do think that the reason Florida state started very slowly in that game is the fact that they did not play as good of a schedule. Auburn was very sharp. Auburn, you know, had to come down the stretch of that season and, and, and beat Alabama and, and, you know, win some really tough games. They had to beat Georgia and uh, Florida state had kind of been on cruise control a little bit because they were just blowing everybody out uh, because nobody in the ACC could really touch them. So I, I do think strength of schedule mattered. I think that's why Florida state was down early in that game and and kind of getting beaten up a little bit and then the momentum changed with the fake punt and uh yeah. you know they were able to to get back in it and uh establish themselves in, the, in that game and eventually win it but um yeah that's just one of the <laughs> sort of funny things about twitter is you say things in in real time that are are interesting and accurate and then the it's sports like stuff changes and so it it, it doesn't really bother me if it bothered me i'd have another different career Dan, so obviously we're back in 2013. Did you think in the – because obviously we didn't get to play Clemson this year. We we talked about that enough. But when you watched that 2013 Florida State-Clemson game, did you think at that point this is the best team in the country? Well, I was at that game. And, uh, I mean, if, if I remember, it was basically kind of a debacle for Clemson. Didn't they, like, turn it over – a bunch of times they, early they, and yeah, they fumbled on the first play and then, uh, yeah. And, and we, it was we got never... it. Well, Marcus Schwinner got an interception with 10 men on the field. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just remember that being a game that people hyped up and then Florida state just kind of rolled them. Um, you know, I, I thought, I thought pretty early in this, that season. And again, you're asking me to go back. I mean, this was yeah, uh, for sure. pretty long Seven time years ago, ago now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember early in that season, like it was very noticeable that uh, Winston was special and, and that it was a, it was a unique opportunity for them to, um, to, to play for a national title. I, I don't remember exactly what week that became apparent, but you know, maybe it was that, that Clemson game. Um, but yeah, they 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 were pretty uh, pretty dominant that day. Um, go ahead, Freddie. Freddie, you're on mute. Oh, I know you've watched. You um, <laughs> I'm on mute, man. <laughs> but I know you've watched Florida State be a dominant program over the course of these years. But now being down like we are, fans aren't used to that. Shoot, the country isn't used to it. What do you think it's going to take for Florida State to get back to that level that teams are used to them seeing, like the whole entire country is used to seeing Florida State? And when teams come into our stadium, even though we're down, they're just, you see it, you saw it at the Miami game. They were disappointed that we were playing that way, and that's when our rivals, like they want, they want to whoop us, they want to dominate us. But you saw a point in the game where the players from Miami were like, man, like, 
they got to get better. Like, I saw, I saw a look yeah. on the face of What things going to take? Well, it's going to take time. It's going to take stability. It's going to take alignment with the administration and the, and the boosters. I think they've taken some steps to try to all get on the same page. And Florida State used to be kind of run like a mom and pop shop, even though it was a big time program. I think they've got to modernize some of their infrastructure. Look, I think Mike Norvell's a really good coach. I think it's it's a tough situation. People just need to kind of give him some space and and see what uh, see what happens. Like Norvell knows how to recruit. He knows how to put together a offense. He knows how to run a program. Um, this is not ideal. What he inherited and and certainly coming in and then immediately having to deal with the pandemic i would just say take a deep breath and let's let's see what it looks like in a couple years but you've got to at least give them that uh we'll we'll wrap it up and we'll let you go with this one i know we've said that a couple of times but last one and then we'll get you out of here um does kyle trask deserve to win the heisman or should the quarterback that wins in atlanta uh win the heisman well i don't know i mean there's still a lot of football left to play trask's excellent He's had a great year. I think you've got to put him in the mix. I think there's a bunch of guys, though, who uh, could potentially be in that mix. And COVID cancellations, unfortunately, are are playing a role in the Heisman race because, you know, guys who were supposed to be out there are not able to go put up stats. I don't know what to make of it. I don't vote in the Heisman. I don't I don't vote in anything. That's just sort of my personal policy. Um, So I don't track it necessarily week by week. But uh, Trask is. Trask, Trask has been really good, and, and if he won it, or if, if it, the vote was today, I think he'd have a really good shot to win it. Damn, real what quick. Do, no, uh, no. What, what do we have to give you to, to get your Heisman vote? Like, can we come to a consistency <laughs> on this podcast and, and, like, you vote by proxy? I don't vote – no, I don't vote for anything. I, I, don't, I don't vote for awards. I, I, it's just personal preference. I don't, I don't do that. The Heisman people have asked me to vote in the past, and I, I just – I'm just not interested, so – I, I just don't follow the award stuff that, that closely. Last question, Dan. Um, if there was a March Madness this year, do you think Florida State could have won it? Because I'm all in that. I think we could have won it all. Kansas was the only team that scared me. Oh, yeah, no, they definitely could have. Um, in fact, I was down in Tallahassee right before the last game of the regular season. And I was going to do this big story on, on Leonard and I I basically gotten done writing it. And then the whole world fell apart and never, never really got to see the light of day. Unfortunately. Um, I I really thought they had a great chance and, and, you know, it's the tournament. You never know. Yeah, for sure. It's a Um, it's things happen in a one game scenario and, and look, Florida state was not the most gifted offensive team. So, you know, maybe just a bad night shooting could have, eliminated them from the tournament you, you just yeah. you know, whatever it is what yeah. it is but no they, they were certainly good but I you know I think the good news is even though they they lost a couple guys to the draft like they're they're going to going to continue to be good they're recruiting really well they, they've just established that they're really consistent year in year out so uh, I, they may have another shot or two love it <laughs> Dan thank you so much for hanging out tonight um People can follow you online at Dan Wolken, and you can check out his articles on the USA Today. We appreciate your time a ton. Hopefully, if Florida State's ever good again and you are forced to come back to Tallahassee, you'll <laughs> grab some Guthrie's. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thank you.
Thanks, man. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, man. I usually have to, people are kind of slow on this. Like I usually have to hang up on them and remove them from the chat. Uh, I did not have to do that. Dan was, Dan was out. Uh, he, I, he read me and TJ's tweets about him. He didn't, <laughs> he, didn't read, he didn't read mine because I went on private before this interview. Um, Dan was good. No, I, I, like I said, I don't agree with everything he says uh, yeah. about the virus. And I didn't mind telling him that um, because I believe honesty is the best policy, but um, for two people that don't agree um with each other on the uh on the virus to still agree that Dabo is just an absolute clown right now yeah exactly um, it's is funny look i i'm not even what i'll say is we'll get into the cancellation in just a second i'm not even saying i 100 percent um you know i don't i don't want to get into like our personal beliefs on the on the virus but like i'm not even saying i 100 percent think that the game just could not be played in no way like you know, if you could, maybe Florida State could have figured out a way to do some rapid tests for for Clemson and then play it at like eight p.m. or something. I don't know. I, to me, that seems pretty sensible. But he, that's neither here nor there. the The main takeaway for me is that Dabo is just an absolute clown. You know, yeah, like uh, you know, like could Florida State have? Yeah, I, I I can see both sides. I'm not, I'm not just like Dan said. I can see both sides of it. Do I think that Florida State just absolutely like there was no way it could have been played um, Saturday night? You know, if a bunch of rapid tests had been taken. Yeah, I mean, I think that would have been a good option, but I, I don't know if that was discussed. I don't know how feasible that was. I, I really don't, you know, like, so no, no, I, I get both sides, but. TJ, yeah, no, my thoughts are Dabo's an absolute clown. Like you had a player who showed symptoms during the week and then traveled him on a plane to Tallahassee and then got a positive result. And you're like surprised that Florida State said, no, we're, we're not going to play this game. When you traveled with a player, who showed symptoms and tested positive. It's ridiculous. And I wanted that game to be played. I knew we were going to lose. I picked us 59 to zero to lose the game, but I was, it's frustrating because I woke up in the morning. I told my wife, like, I'm, I know we're going to lose, but I at least get to watch Florida state football today. And for Dabble to play victim, like he always, he always does this. He's like, Oh, I'm the victim or my team is the victim. No, man, you made decisions that cost this, game to not be played and guess what buddy i hope we have to play on december 12th and if you play us and we lose so be it but i i, I hope it costs you an acc championship because i have no respect for Dabo sweeney at all my my issue is okay he, he does all that during the week and then they try to play two, yeah. days, two days after that it's Quarantine is 10 to 14 days. Yeah. God, what, what are they giving these players over there at Clemson to get rid of the virus? <laughs> I don't know. You got you got Trevor Lawrence on the sideline with his mask down and he has the coronavirus. They, they got that they got that Russell Wilson uh concussion water. <laughs> I don't know what they got going on, but it ain't right. Like two days, we would have played on what Monday, I think they tried to say, and no. we wouldn't have had a team. So Dabo's thought process, their thought process over there is completely crazy like they're trying to put these kids lives at risk and i'm glad florida state turned it down me too yeah well i i in reading over some of the acc rules and stuff like that like i think they i think that clemson's gonna need to play this game unless 
Miami drops a game before then. So it almost makes me don't. it almost makes me root for Miami. You know, <laughs> right. like I don't care if Miami goes and plays their name and gets their head beat in. Like I that doesn't bother me. So like whatever. It would be kind of ironic if Miami um and Notre Dame played in the ACC championship. What I do think, and this this kind of gets into a whole nother conspiracy theory. If Clemson wins out and goes nine and one and um doesn't get into the conference championship they're the fourth seat all these other teams that are fighting for the fourth seat i mean clemson's the we all know that clemson is like notre dame gets in because they win the acc bama gets in because they win the sec ohio state gets in because they win the big 10 are you taking a nine and one clemson or a 10 and 0 cincinnati i mean you're taking clemson all day yeah like, for sure so clemson needs to play fsu i think to go to charlotte but I don't think they need to play us to go to the playoff. I think that no. you'd rather have Clemson as a four seed anyway. You know, you get Bama yeah. Clemson first round. So anyway, I, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, it'd be funny if Notre Dame won an ACC championship uh, before Miami. It'd be, you know, it'd be great if, if Clemson had one less ACC championship. Uh, Want to mention this real quick before we go any, any farther. Uh, the Big Three Roll-Up is doing a our, – um, our parent podcast is doing – uh, their annual second annual close the kids drive on December 5th. If you are in the Orlando area, um, if you can make it by at any point on December 5th, there's a way that you can kind of pull around um, the Cush house there in Orlando and bring any kind of old shoes or clothes um, gently worn. Don't bring anything that's just like absolutely got holes in it, but we take those clothes and we donate them to close to kids, which is an organization here in central Florida that uh, helps out kids that are referred through the public school system and really just don't have a lot, don't have clothes that fit, don't have um, shoes and things like that that are very nice. So we also will take monetary donations. If you go to bigthroughrollup.com, you can see a place on the front page to donate two clothes to kids. Uh, last year, we raised $5,200 and we were able to cut them a check, which buys hundreds of kids outfits. Um, just a great organization that we're proud to partner with. So if you can go to bigthroughrollup.com, click on that. And you'll see the link to donate. Or again, if you're in the Orlando area on December 5th, so not this weekend, not the Saturday after Thanksgiving, but the next Saturday, um, you can drive through. You don't have to get out of your car. I know the COVID concerns are real, but you can just drive through and we will um, take your donation. So uh, game canceled. I, 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 I said this when we got on here. I was uh, I was in Savannah all day yesterday, so I, I wasn't going to watch the game anyway. Like I kind of followed on my phone a little bit. I watched a little bit of the Florida Vandy game. Um, and then I watched a, a little bit of the UCF game, um, while we were at dinner, it was on the TV there. Um, so I wasn't going to watch the game anyway, but I was happy. We didn't have to take the loss. Like I, I mean, I was, I was very thrilled with that. Um, do you think the game gets played on December 12th? What, what do you guys think? I think Dabo wants to not play it on December 12th because the ACC championship is the, the 19th, right? So a week after that. I think he tries to avoid it. And I think Florida state legitimately wants to play the game because like you said, TJ, we're poor. We need the ticket revenue. Like we need all the restaurants, uh, Madison social and all those places. They, they need the people to come and patronize their, their venues. But I don't think it plays. I don't think it happens. And, and it sucks because I, we're going to lose regardless. We know we are, but I think we're ready. Like we, we talked about it on Thursday night. We're ready to take this L and I don't think it happens. What are you, Freddie? Yeah, I just, I think it's going to be hard to make this game game happen with all the different circumstances. Um, 
it's I don't see it happening. It, it, it could, but it's not likely. I don't I don't see us playing this game. We'll probably end up meeting up next year. Um, Davo, y'all just got to figure it out over there. Yeah, I'd be shocked if it did. I, I think what I will say, not to give Dabo any kind of excuse or leeway, because he's completely an idiot. Uh, I think that a lot of his complaining and a lot of his posturing and, and stuff is um, so that he can get out of playing this game and still blame it on FSU. Yeah, like I don't, sure. I don't really think he's this upset. I think no. that when FSU pushes hard. For the game to happen on the 12th, um, he is going to say, no, I'm, we are not doing that. You guys cost it. You did this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's yeah. your fault that this isn't happening. And he can point back to the complaining he's doing now because there is no benefit to Florida State traveling to Clemson on December 12th and playing there. Um, there's no benefit of Florida State reimbursing Clemson no. Uh, well, I'm sure there's a, a, the benefit is minimized, right? Like, so if you make, I don't know what Florida state expected to make in revenue, um, for this game, but if you, if you take, you know, the revenue that you were going to make, and then you have to pay for their travel, you're, you're obviously losing. I, I don't know what the break even point is or whatever, but there's no benefit to travel up there. And Dabo knows that Dabo knows that Florida state is not, I mean, hopefully I don't, you know, get cold take like Woken, but Florida State is not going to travel up to no. Clemson. There, there's nor no, should they. Nor yeah, should there's they. there's no reason for it. I get Clemson's side of it. I mean, I wouldn't want to. I mean, if if Richie told me to come over right now and I drove all the way to Orlando and then he turned around and said never mind and then he was like all right we'll come back tomorrow I'd be like all right are you gonna pay for gas <laughs> like what <laughs> like I get it I mean I I get that but um I mean I if I'm Florida State I'm not paying for it you know take no, up with the hell ACC. no hell so, no. I think, Hell no. I think when both those things happen, right? When Florida state won't pay and when Florida state won't travel, I think Clemson then says, okay, well, if you guys won't meet us halfway, um, then we're not going to play. And I think everybody kind of knows what's going to happen. And yeah. I don't think this game is played. Uh, I'd like it to be played. I mean, I don't care. I think it kind of eliminates the narrative of uh, Florida state ran from the game. It shows that why we truly did um, yeah. postpone it uh, or try to postpone it. It also hurts Clemson to not have that week off, uh, but Clemson, you know, I don't know how much they need that week off. You know, it, you know, obviously you want guys healthy, but I mean, Florida has to play LSU the week before they go play in Atlanta. So, you know, it's a COVID type season. If this game would have been canceled Tuesday because Florida state had a bunch of players test positive or something happened, it would have, you know, it would be the same thing, you know, like, yeah. it, but it wouldn't have, it was because they were already there. It's because they were just about to leave the hotel. You know, I get it. Morning of sucked for Clemson and I don't really care. Whatever. I, I, if I, yeah, as a Florida state fan going through what we've gone through in the last three and a half years, I would trade problems with Clemson yeah. in a heartbeat. Right. Like if, like if this is the biggest concern they have is a game not happening. Meanwhile, they're the favorite to, you know, compete in the national championship. So I don't yeah. feel bad for them at all. Um, how about you guys? Where, where are we at here? We ready for some shout outs. Um, I'm trying to think. Let me look at this chat real quick and see if anybody's got anything good in here. Uh, man, Liberty let me down yesterday. They covered the spread, but they they, they covered one and a half. Yeah, they lost on a blocked field goal. Man, that's rough. That was brutal. Um, shout out Hunter Smith. Your team got mine. Um, but what a way <laughs> to lose. Um, 
Brandon Griffin just asked about the ACC championship. Yeah, I think that if I, I kind of mentioned this, if I'm reading the ACC rules right for for 2020, if Miami wins, it's Miami out, Notre Dame right now, right? Yeah, if Miami wins out and Clemson doesn't make up the game, then I, unless they get some kind of special waiver from the ACC, which they should not. Which they should no, not. Yeah, I don't think so. Miami's got games rescheduled. Miami's playing yeah. that weekend. Um, so yeah. is Notre Dame playing that weekend too? Is didn't Notre Dame get have a game rescheduled? I don't think so. Are you sure? I thought Notre Dame had a game rescheduled as well. Yeah, Notre Dame's playing that weekend as well. 12 12. Okay. So oh, there you go. so I don't feel bad for Clemson at all. Like if Miami's no. playing that weekend, Notre Dame's I'm sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying no, like that wasn't happening. But oh, yeah, no. <laughs> so if Miami wins out, Notre Dame wins out, and Clemson doesn't play us, then I think those other two teams go. You know, they're making up games that were canceled or postponed. So, um, so yeah, screw them. Um, I don't, I don't know that I have anything else. I don't know that I have any shout outs. I'm, you know, shout out to FSU for doing the right thing and shout out to our defense for giving up no points yesterday. Well, I got uh, two quick shout outs. So Orlando city soccer club won a ridiculous match last night. First playoff game ever. So I'm proud of that. And then shout out to my nephew, Matthew Tamola, back-to-back state champs in North Carolina as QB1. Very proud of you, bro. Um, and I'm excited to see you go to college next year. Shout out to me. I'm all good tonight. <laughs> um, what was the uh, – I forget the name of it. What was the name of the song that we did play last week, um, Dawkins' song? We played, real, we played Real on the Rise. So go ahead and play Cappers uh, by Everett Dawkins, A1 Doc. Um, yeah, because that boy Dabble, big cap. <laughs> big capping going on. No, that's perfect. Uh, yes. Let's play that, and, uh, and we'll get out of here. Uh, hey, oh, let me say this before we go. We will be up in um, – we will be up in Tallahassee this weekend for the game – um 8 p.m kickoff i was kind of hoping it was a nooner so i could get home but uh we'll be up in tallahassee if you are going to the game um hit us up i think we're gonna go get guthries at some point because that just seems like the right thing to do so hit us up let's hang out this weekend uh if you're going to be in tallahassee on saturday so um harlan you can play us out go Knowles, and uh didn't lose this weekend so that that wins for me My face, I know they ain't real. Random bands up at my lowest, don't need no deal. Let me show you where I'm from, your niggas toast still. Rather have it than not, cause niggas so ill. And no matter what they say, we came a long way. Found my circle and bloomed, I used to be a stray. Now that them tables done turned, I get a lot of love. Feel like it's hate, things change, this ain't what it was. I gotta keep it real with you when it's from the jump. So I'm almost kill my dog, they hit him with a pump. Kicking the dough, them pistols on you, you don't know the feeling Wrong move get made, then it's another killing They ask me when I'm gonna peak, but I ain't got no ceiling Legacy in my blood, I gotta stack the millions And I'm sticking to the plan, no matter the route 
take a L and keep it moving, ain't got time to pout Keep them capos on my face, I know they ain't real Random bands up at my lowest, don't need no deal Let me show you where I'm from, your niggas told still Rather have it than not, cause niggas so ill Ain't no matter what they say, we came a long way Found my circle and bloomed, I used to be a stray Now that them tables done turned, I get a lot of luck Feel like it's hate, things change, this ain't what it was Chasing bread on a daily, I can't miss a move Be careful when you pull up, man got a stick and groove We in a pandemic, so these niggas hitting licks But I'm a lick with a stick, better be quick Got a brown skin with me, she out of this world And I always let her know that she my favorite girl I'm trying to build you bullshit and we can't be the same I try to help them and they flop, but they still complain Keep them capos out my face, I know they ain't real Random bands up at my lowest, don't need no deal Let me show you where I'm from, y'all niggas told still Rather have it than not, cause niggas so ill Ain't no matter what they say, we came a long way Found my circle and bloomed, I used to be a stray Now that them tables done turned, I get a lot of luck Feel like it's hate, things change, this ain't what it was